Hello, my lovelies. I'm Jay Akrenensite, and these are going to be our weekly messages. Okay, so the setup's a little different. Um, there's a little bit of a story to that. So, over the part, if you're on Discord, then you know on Friday I overhauled my whole desk area, working area. Um, I thought a new workspace was needed for the new work that I'm going to be doing, and so. It's all different. I've got a new desk. I, I basically changed it after eight years. I'd, I'd moved it around and done little things. Um, but I wanted a whole new, a whole new desk, whole new everything. And so it looks different. So first and foremost, I'm going to say, just bear with me. I'm still working on lighting and sound because my usual setup has totally gone. So I'll figure that out over the coming weeks as we go forward. But the big change that you'll see is that my hands are at the bottom of the screen, not at the top. Because going forward, this is symbolic of my whole vibe going forward, which is I'm going to show you what I see. I always presented the cards to you before, right? From the top of the screen, I showed them to you. I was, it was like I was presenting it to you as if you were sat in front of me. But now I'm going to show you what I see. And now from in a reading, it won't make much difference. You'll still see the cards. It'll just, you know, my hands are just at the bottom of the screen, not at the top. But like I said, it's symbolic of a promise of I'm not going to show you any more or any less than what I see. That's the promise. Um, and that's a, a theme. And the reason I bring it up and explain that to you is everything speaks to the greater vision. Everything speaks to the greater dream or goal that you have going forward and so there is no part of your life and you hear me say this all the time there is no part of your life that is too small not to represent the bigger change and I think that's where the pages come in we do have a page in this reading you will see uh, as as I go forward um but yeah the uh, this is very much every part of your life speak you know if it's not in alignment with the, the the direction that you're going in then why are you doing it and you know what is the point of that action um and so we get to work on whatever it is that we're doing in every area you know i did it just changing one little thing you know the camera now you see it from my angle um because that speaks to what i said that you know you're going to see i'm going to i only i can that's all i can do i can only show you what i see and that's what all of us can do with each other. The other part of this is, you know, when I say I can only show you what I think about when we present to someone, we, the thought is on, and I, and I always thought I was very good at, you know, not doing it that way. But I think still in some parts, there's a part of me that's like aware of who I'm presenting it to. That's going to be less so, you know, that if wherever that was on my priority list, that's gone way down now. Anyway, so let's begin with these cards starting off with i love this card i do love this card i tried using the earth warriors deck and it just wasn't happening um so i went to sacred rebel this one i think it's probably my favorite oracle deck at this time so free from judgment free to love let's begin there and i will read it to you from the book and it says imagine a world so infused with bliss love and wonder that you naturally and always feel as safe as a nourished cherished baby in the arms of the universal mother that's very cancer energy right we do have a new moon in capricorn this week but that is on the heels of the full moon in cancer that we had two weeks ago 
life mothers us with kindness and sometimes when we need it to grow through challenge as well. Accepting this mothering and its gentle and fierce faces can be difficult at times. Yet there are those brave enough to, in spirit to go forth onto their life path with absolute trust in the universal mother. Some are even part of her plan to help mother others, mother others so that they too can surrender fear and live more freely. Now, I did do a talk, if you, if you guys checked it out, um, what did I call it? Oh, spiritual emptiness syndrome about where I reframed the whole parent-child narrative, inner parent, inner child narrative. So check that out if you haven't already. This oracle comes with a message for you. You are learning about mothering and being mothered. You might not do this in a typical way. It might be through bearing children, but it could also be through adopting children, raising children, or otherwise taking part, sorry, taking care of children and loving them as if they were your own. You might also be learning how to mother on a rather different scale, working with groups, communities, causes, or purposes that need your devotion, your energy, your belief in their value, and your willingness to be the wild tigress or the supportive shoulder to lean upon in order to bring those worthwhile groups to life. Now, the other thing that I will say about this is it's talking a lot about mothering. And like I said, I did do a whole talk on this. I'm not going to belabor the point. But what other roles does a mother play? You know, we have this whole kind of selfless giving, you know, unconditional love of a mother. Yes. But what about how, you know, when a mother does anything, you know, and we're talking stereotypes here. I realise not everyone's had a mother like this. Trust me, I, I realise. I was very blessed. I do, I do have a mother like this. Um, but a mother will do what is best for the family. And now going forward, especially when we get into query season, it is going to be that. But, you know, maybe not our own family, but the sisterhood, the brotherhood of the world, of us collectively. Right, let me continue. You may also be an aspect of the uni you may also be an aspect of the universal mother on a spiritual level. Some people that do this are male, some are female, some have children and some do not. Some are healers and some work in seemingly more ordinary professions. They have a mothering aspect in common and they love and respect life. They believe in life, are moved by compassion and are genuinely encouraging and respectful of people. That's what we want to see more of. Rather than taking perverse, perverse delight when someone stumbles, they want to help. They are ordinary people with an extraordinary natural tendency to nurture life around them. This oracle brings you confirmation that you are amongst the Universal Mother's special clan of nurturing spirits that help up, sorry, that where was I? I just totally skipped that bit. That helped to honour life on this planet. You are also being asked to open up to receive more nurturing. You can do this for yourself. You can also choose to open up and allow others to nurture you. It might make you feel a little vulnerable at first, especially if you are not used to doing this, but you don't have to worry. You will get used to valuing yourself enough to know that needing love and affection from another is an opportunity not only for you to receive, but for someone else to give which involves them being received too. If you are tired and have been taking care of everyone else, then take some time to shift the pattern and allow life to support you too. The universal mother helps the helpers so so as they can help help they can keep helping. It works rather well, you see, for those that give so much to also receive abundantly. 
If you've been asking life for a solution to a specific difficulty you have been you have been having, this oracle comes with the message that a solution is in gestation right now. Great word. And we looked at that last week, if you remember, right? The situation is already being sorted out and the resolution will come to fruition very soon. Hold tight and wait for the imminent birth of that resolution. This is also confirmation. If you are interested in working with children, the inner child, with art therapy for emotional healing or any sort of uninhibited creative expression that helps dislodge social conditioning. And I, I want to add here, as much as it's saying all of this, I am also just blatantly going to say it out here trying to dislodge the spiritual conditioning of the spiritual community. We're ready to move past it, that's why. And you hear me say this every single week. You know, we stay, if you stay in one place too long, keep doing something forever, you know, you go too far the other way. It is helpful for a little while, but every act of freedom becomes our prison eventually. And so even that which liberated us in the past isn't, we're now open to dislodging that and you know it says social conditioning i'm going to say spiritual conditioning um helps dislodge um, social conditioning and open up to more spontaneous feeling-based existence then yes go ahead and do it the universal mother is supporting you and you cannot get a more powerful ally this oracle also brings you a message about love you may find that you are loving or soon will love in a different way. You may worry about this love given that it defies what you have known or been taught about love. If you're on the Discord server, and again, if you want to be on the Discord server, there's a link in the description. So just click it. It's free. You can come hang out, at least read the stuff, the extra stuff that I post on there. Um, then you know that I've been doing something called the suck list. And I think I mentioned it last week as well. And th these are things that suck. Now, not to punish myself. It's not a punishment. It's because I trust myself. It's an act of self-love. And the suck list isn't just doing things that suck for the sake of it. It's doing the things that suck. And sometimes I've been picking the, the, the path of most resistance um, going forward. That's another way of looking at the suck list. Um, in favour of doing it the easier way. And not as a punishment, not as to make it more difficult, not as a trauma response, not as any of that kind of stuff that comes up, but it is an act of love. And every time I do it and every time I get it done, I feel I don't love myself more because I did it the hard way. It's the fact that I trusted myself and the universal mother in the context of this card um, to do it that way, that it's an act of love. So think about it that way. Um, perhaps you're becoming able to love another tremendously even though you don't have much of a personal relationship with them you might question if this love is real it is real it is just happening at a different level to the love and attachment you experience when you are involved in a personal relationship with someone it is not more or less it is just a different facet of love it may be that you are opening up to love the planet and her creatures, including the animals, the ocean dwelling life, your own body, the trees and so on more than before. You may feel passionately purposeful about giving your time and energy to causes and protect and nurture the earth and her creatures. You are affirmed in this love too. The universal mother is operating through you to nurture life. She will support you in your work so that you can continue to come from love and not become drained depleted or lost in despair or fear of futility 
Instead, you will be energized and expanded by your dedicated service to life. Finally, this oracle has a message for those who may be feeling alone or lonely and in need of greater nurturing from others. You are asked to stop, relax, centre and settle into your body to feel your connection with life itself. The air in your lungs is the same air that moves the trees. The water in your blood is the same water that fills the oceans and is moved by the phases of the moon. We have a new moon this week. The flesh of your body is the same substance as the body of the earth itself. The heat in your digestive system is the same fire and heat as that from the sun. Feel this connection, then do something nice for another without agenda. Make a donation, even just a small one. Smile, say a prayer, send out a good thought or make a wish for another. That's it. You've connected to life again and in doing so, life can connect with you It and so it shall. Now, what I want to say around that is I think it is a lot to do with this kind of parent-child dynamic keeps coming up because it's so important, guys. You know, and I said it in that talk where at one time we may have protected the inner child, right? But what does that protection look like? what is you know is that loving at some point think about a kid who um I'm trying to think of something you tie a little kid's shoelaces right so first you might get those kind of velcro shoes where they don't need um you can tell I'm an 80s kid um where they don't need shoelaces but then you tie the shoelaces right but at some point you have to let the kid tie its own shoelaces that's why I called it spiritual empty nest syndrome the kid grows up and allowing yourself to grow up, allowing your inner child to grow up. I mean, you can't make this shit up. The Page of Cups came up in the present, which is usually the inner child card, but I haven't been reading it that way. Um, I've seen the Page of Cups as a progression from the King of Cups. It's the next step. It's like you get to be the Page of Cups because you've reached a level of emotional intelligence with the King of Cups. So think of it that way in that, you know, doing nice things, keeping the kids safe, making everything as easy as possible for the kid is it may not be the best thing for your inner child at this time. You know, free from judgment, free to love. What is this new expression of love that you have with yourself? What is it that you're now going to undertake? And I'm I'm just going to tell you straight up. I Five of Wands came up as the central energy. That is a challenge for the sake of the challenge. It's not about winning or losing. It's not about whether you can do it or not. It's not about achieving anything out of it. It's challenging yourself. I've wanted to do loads of talks. I have two actually that I wanted to do. One was um, the suck list. And the other was about um, facing a fear. And it doesn't matter what the fear is. So I have I have these two talks. It's just I've been I'm still wrapping up all the personal readings that were booked. This is the last really busy week that I've got. Then it kind of um starts to slow down the week after. And then after that, I'm not going to be doing. I won't be I have any more personal readings to do. So bear with me, I'm making a note of everything. Um, but like I said, I do mention it on Discord, so you can go check it out on there. Right. After the free from judgment, free to love, we have Aspen. Whenever I see an eight, it always brings up Saturnian energy. But let's have a little read of what Aspen says. So Aspen is, Aspen is a spiritual warrior. And so if we've got this kind of Cancer Capricorn vibe that comes up from there, right? Then with the spiritual, that's going to be North Node in Aries. And remember, everything passing through Capricorn will square the North Node in Aries. 
So Aspen is a spiritual warrior. Its medicine makes our enemies tremble. Of course, we tremble too, but just like the Aspen, not out of fear, but from uncontrollable laughter. The Joker brings us to our knees and conflict crumbles as the perpetrators start to collapse with mirth and everyone ends up laughing together. We can resist the, the astute wit. So who can resist the astute wit and disarming charm of the stand-up comedian? Humour can make us as invincible as a master of Tai Chi. We refuse to take sides, become unpredictable and simply go with the flow. This great flexibility derives from a feeling of immense spiritual freedom because the Aspen rubs shoulders with the God of the wind even more than the white and the black poplar do. The heavens are vast and are filled with laughter. There is little need to point out that our razor sharp wit conceals equally great powers of discernment and creativity. But then so what? Am I bothered? You could say that given so much Buddhist non-attachment, we are probably close to enlightenment. Although the idea that one person could be more enlightened than another is so ridiculous, we won't pursue it any further. And amen to that. I agree with that. The whole thing of whether we're more enlightened than other people, whether we're more ascended than other people, it's just bullshit. You know, again, that spiritual conditioning um, to kind of give our little egos, uh, excuse me, our egos a pat on the head. It says, but without the Aspen, things are very different. We become stiff, inflexible and ill-tempered, clinging tightly to routines and social tropes. Do you see a theme here about social tropes, social conditioning, right? Um, that are best left buried. I can't stand people like that. Who me? Stubborn and impatient. Don't say another word or I'll scream. And this is where I had someone say this to me yesterday. They said, oh, people are stupid. Um, and I was like, what? Like, you know, that. Are they though? I mean, think about what that says to us, about us, the reflection of our, our own selves. Because if we can see stupidity in others, then that's our own stupidity that we're projecting on them. And then to compensate for, and you might call your inner child the stupid part of you. And so the grown up part does everything because, hey, the kid's too stupid. The kid doesn't know how to tie their shoelaces or to hold a knife and fork. I'll chop the food up for them. We're never going to grow up. That part of us will not develop and grow. So we, and I'm using this in the literal sense of the word, we will retard our, our own growth. I know that's a bit of a loaded word to use, but it felt fitting there. So I'll read the little verse that I usually forget. And it says, lighter than breeze, the breath of life is suspended over the waters of life. Hang on. The breath of life is suspended over the waters of life. Okay. Nothing could be more funny. The universe follows eternal laws. And if you watch all this and you watch all this and shake with laughter, I don't know why it's, well, I can't read for shit today. So the spiritual world, I mean, think about that. It's the lightheartedness. And I mean, what would that be? What, what, why would it be lighthearted when we're in a new area? And the cards are saying this, it show us, shows us why. We're coming in with the Nine of Swords. This is fears of the future. If you are loving in a different way, if you are behaving in a different way, if you're moving in a different way, if the, your reasons for doing things, your motivation has changed, right? So instead of finding the path of least resistance, you're now going to find the path of most... You don't have to do that. That's just what I'm doing. Maybe you've always found the path of most resistance. Now you're going for the easiest one, right? That's cool. 
I'll tell you why. I mean, I was going to do it in the talk. I'll just mention to it here, the, the suck list. It's not for everyone, right? Um, and I understand that. But, and I say this without any kind, I take full ownership and responsibility for this. I was talking to a friend last night as well, who knew me eight years ago before Aquarian Insight started. That's when we met. And I was with my friends, because I was telling my friends last night about the suck list. And I said to my friend, I said, you were there when I started. If something was easy or hard or good or bad, or whether I liked it or not, those never even used to be part of the conversation for me. It wasn't something that I asked. It was always, you know, what needs to be done? Okay, I'll go do it. And it was always in service of the highest, you know, ideal or whatever I was going for. And I, I don't mean what I did to other people and what I, you know, what I expected from others. I mean, from my own actions. You know, if um, X, Y and Z had to happen, then yeah, I'd spend 10 hours doing it. Now, I'm not saying that it was always the healthiest way to do things. Um, I think it's important that I have now understood that, you know, I must bring myself into consideration because I would work, t you know, 10 to 14 hours easy in that day. That's not something that I want to do going forward. Right. So there's some things that have changed around that. But I will be completely honest with you that the last probably since 2020, I'd say. So, the, you know, last three or four years, less so the last year, but for about three years from 2020, I allowed myself to feel shame and guilt over that. And it was all this stuff of like, you know, that's a trauma response, that's a this, that's not self-love. I literally had one person say to me, stop, just stop, you know, as if what I was doing was wrong. And it's, I've, I've, really, I've been talking about this over the last year in that, no, that's how I work the best. I, I think, yes, I can consider myself more and I think I do that, but I'm not going to shame myself. I know it's not a trauma response. I'm very dedicated. I can get things done. Um, all the Capricorns out there are probably nodding saying, yeah, I get it. Right. You know, so that's a place that I got to in the last year. And then on the first day of this year, I was watching a podcast. Um, it was the first podcast of the year, which was Andrew Huberman and David Goggins. And you, you know, I love both of them. So that was a gift. I, I think I shared it and said, this is, um, a gift from the 2024 gods already. Like the year starts with these two and Goggins does that, you know, you don't have to do it the way Goggins does, but think about it in your own life where you challenge yourself. You do that hard thing first, not last. You don't put it off. You do that first. And Andrew Huberman was giving the neuroscience behind it, how beneficial it is for us to do that. And it wasn't like I needed permission because I'd been talking about it over the last year, but I've definitely come back to that, back to myself in that, all right, I've explored it. I checked myself. I humbled myself. I considered the fact, is this unhealthy what I'm doing? Some aspects of it were like, I want to consider myself more and not work like a crazy beast um, all the time. I don't, I want to work smarter, not harder, but suck list is the way so I don't have new year's resolutions I have a suck list and so far um those people that get it I love them because they've been telling me I hope it sucks or you know did it suck and it's like yeah it did <laughs> which and see there you go it's funny it's it you laugh okay I get it I get the aspen now right now we're going to look at the rune and the rune that we have here is Bacana. And if you see, it says 
growth rebirth birch tree and it says another of the cycle runes Bacana represents a form of fertility there you go that fosters growth both symbolically and actually the growth may occur in affairs of the world in family matters in the relationship of the self to the self i'm going to say it's the relationship to of your inner parent to your inner child or to the divine right a rune that leads to blossoming and ripening bacana is concerned with the flow of beings into their new forms and that's what we're doing its action is gentle penetrating and pervasive what is called for here is to consider your issue with care and awareness first disperse any resistance then accomplish the work for this to happen your will must be clear and controlled your motives correct any dark corners should be cleansed this must be carried out diligently and sometimes with expert help modesty patience fairness and generosity are called for here once resistance is dispersed and rectification carried out and seen to hold firm then through through steadfastness and right attitude the blossoming can start to occur here's the reverse message events or more likely aspects of character interfere with the growth of new life you may feel dismay at failing to take right action but rather than dismay what is called for here is diligence examine what has taken place your role in it your needs and the needs of other people are you placing your wants before the needs of others and just gonna say it going forward into 2024 you may as well get used to this it's no longer just the i and you know we're we're kind of helped with this because i've i've actually had someone say this to me saying yeah but what about the north node in aries the north node in aries is happening at this time which is what i was talking about taking responsibility you know being forthright taking action challenging oneself taking healthy risks right that's all north node in aries where we don't allow relationships to stop us from being the spiritual warriors that we are but we are also changing up how we have relationships i think and i do know some people like this they will just embrace that this is it's my year it's what i want i don't care about anyone else but there is this kind of we're moving more into a collective energy where what you want what you do it impacts everyone and it's not just like that's just something that happens on the side that's something that happens within our own awareness as well so you become a model for that which you want to see in the world strip away until you can identify the obstacles to growth in this situation then penetrating gently imitate the wind you may be required to cultivate the soil once again yet through correct preparation growth is assured so fabulous fabulous stuff i love it um it is a time of transition so what happens during times of transition well if you have a look at the pot i'm gonna look at both of these together actually um over here we have the nine of swords over here we have the nine of cups these are both we're coming in with these energies right and these are fears of the future these are our wishes for the future so then we've got fears and aspirations coming up here that which we don't want to happen that which we're grateful for so that is fascinating that those two come up there especially why because oh god because temperance also comes up and if you look at this here it's almost as if temperance or this angel of temperance is taking the fears and the fears uh, sorry the wishes and the fears 
and creating something else with them. Now, this is not just in our minds. This is not just a theory, right? And, oh gosh, if you want to, I mean, this reading is very, it kind of really plays into what was coming up there and it gives us a how-to almost, right? So you've got Nine of Cups, water, which represents what we're grateful for, our heart's desire, what we love, how we love, what we would love to happen, all of that wonderful stuff, right? Our wishes, our hopes, our goals, our aspirations. Over here, we have that which we don't want to happen. What will they say? I wonder if they're going to do that. I'm afraid of this. What's going to happen? Like the, the doomsday prophesizing that we all do. Um, head and heart. We've got the chariot as the advice. So that you are not just, you know, taking your wishes. And maybe that was the, the problem in the past, right? We've had a wish list. We've had a manifestation list. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want. But we've also had fears. Now, if you've had a reading with me, excuse me, <clears throat> in the last couple of months, and I've said it in some of the weeklies as well, you will feel fear going forward. The, the aim of this, the goal of this is not to remove your fears and as I keep telling everyone that if you feel afraid if you're thinking oh shit I'm going am I going in the right direction what's going to happen keep going that is a signpost that you're headed in the right direction it's absolutely natural to feel fear especially when you're going somewhere new you're doing things in a new way now you know and this may sound counterintuitive to what I just said and it may sound like I'm contradicting it but I'm not in that, yes, you know, we are afraid because when we don't know, if you've never been somewhere before, of course you're nervous, you don't know what's going to happen. But at the, in the same vein, that is the reason why there is no need to fear because we don't know what could happen. No amount of doomsday prophesizing, sleepless nights, anxiety, getting up thinking, you know, anticipation, anxiety, that is the Nine of Swords. What if they do this? What if that happens? None of that is going to change anything because we just don't know enough. You know, it's like if I sh if I gave you some food to try and you'd never tried it before, you can't guess, you know, maybe from the smell you could, but, you know, you can't guess what it is until you taste it. You have to taste it and then you can tell me if you like it or not or what it tastes like. So let's go for this Nine of Cups first in the past. Well, not going to take those. I was distracted. Um, I'll tell you why, because I have a candle here and I was thinking, I hope the bloody cards don't fly and go knock the candle out. Right, I haven't used this deck in a while, but it offered itself up. So here we are. It's got a very kind of art deco feel to it. Right, so Nine of Cups heart's desire, what we're grateful for, um, all of that wonderful stuff. This is actually Jupiter and Pisces. And it could be going back to when um, Jupiter was in Pisces, which was, what, two years ago, a year and a half ago, right? So this has probably been a while coming up. And with the Fool, you understand or you understood that to have those wishes, to manifest what you want to, to go forward and, you know, live the dream in a way, it's going to take a leap of faith. Now, when you've got temperance coming up with the nine of swords, it may be, you know, and I can say this for myself, you know, no matter how much you dream the dream and wish the wish, 
there's always that oh shit but what if it doesn't happen what if i can't do it what if i don't get paid enough what if it doesn't work right this is all normal natural parts of being a human being um let's get one for temperance first we got the queen of swords coming up with temperance and look at this so i've seen this in a lot of clients readings as well where some people are moving away from you know kings to more of a queen energy right taking in their environment what they're doing others are moving more towards a king and we've got king energy coming in here which we're going from this cardinal feminine um the queen of swords whatever's happened to her it changed her story now from the king of swords what he knows he's going to go forward and change his environment like speak um what's that thing that's um I forget what the thing is, but it speaks his truth, right? It speaks what he knows. Let's see. And we have the Knight of Wands, right? I love it. So double Sag energy coming up here. And Mercury is, you know, has gone direct in sagittarius so we still have that um sag energy venus is in sagittarius so think about temperance what is temperance saying temperance is saying you've had all of these experiences you know and it's the card it's number 14 so it's the card that comes in after death and after death you know we've had this massive transformation we may have had losses but temperance is an opportunity to stop it's a stop you know a lot's changed you've experienced a lot what are you doing with that you're just going to keep collecting experiences or are you going to do something else with this that's where the queen that's where the queen of swords comes up with temperance um and not knight of wands with temperance because that would just be let's go keep having more experiences but the but the the queen of uh, swords coming up with temperance is saying you your story has changed you have changed how you handle things has changed at the very least at the very least right the queen of swords reminds us that you have survived or maybe even thrived everything that has been thrown at you everything that's happened in your life good bad ugly and you know maybe take a moment here to think about the, the worst things that have happened to you that you survived not because you want them to happen again but because you survived them that's the spiritual warrior the warrior that survived everything that's the queen of swords so she has a new truth from that she has a story she knows who she is damaged people are dangerous they know they can survive right that is the queen of swords and so if you look at your life and your experiences from the lens of the queen of swords and let's not forget she's libra right so our relationships are changing now you know that's that overhaul has been happening um since before summer last year when the nodes shifted into aries and libra think what you can create now from this new filter this new lens that you have of how you view your life because nine of cups fall very clearly says like to have that wish to have not even to have to feel what you feel to feel your heart's desire more consistently then it requires a leap of faith it required you know i get to do this i get to leap into this yes it's worrying yes i don't know what the hell's going to happen but i get to do this and so the queen of swords whispers to you and says okay we can make this decision and we can make a different kind of decision taking in the factors in a different way 
so i mean i've shared many times and this has happened in my life when you know at one point it can be agree disagree do i want to look at things as agree disagree is that a filter that i engage or do i not care anymore if i agree or disagree is that not the first thing that i do so, but you've done this this is not new right this is coming in we're coming into this week with that energy um and then with the nine of i mean this is what i was saying about that that if i give you some food like the nine of swords is like oh no what if i'm allergic to it oh no what if this happens what if that happens and the knight of wands now obviously if you've got dangerous allergies you wouldn't do this but with the night and the, but the point of this whole thing is is not oh i've got allergies right just to use that example and this is not literal it's an example um it's almost as if you don't know what you're allergic to anymore like you're in a new terrain you are in a completely new terrain you are a different person how you move is different and so with the nine of swords and the knight of wands it's well we won't know till we get there that could happen we don't know but how we engage with it is different knight of wands and also how we experience it is different so it's not just about what we have experienced and what we do with that experience now, the decisions that we make, the stories that we tell. Now it's about going forward and experiencing things differently. For me, that was suck list, right? That's been going on for um, a week now. But for you, it could be something else. What have you changed? Has your relationship with exercise changed? Has your relationship with food changed? Has your relationship relationship changed? You know, have you decided to, instead of, you know, maybe you maybe your dreams your goals were based on tr so you didn't have to worry about the future right so you wanted more certainty which is why you dreamt what you dreamt and it's like well queen of swords don't really need certainty whatever comes up i can handle it so what do i dream now or what do i come up with now or wish for now that certainty isn't my goal so this this knight of wands nine of uh, knight of wands nine of swords makes quite the statement there so then central, we have the five of wands. Remember the five of wands? It is a challenge. It's um, a challenge for the sake of the challenge. Things are not on an even keel when the five of wands comes up, but we can handle it. You know, we can handle it, especially from the point of view of a challenge. We are encouraged to pull out some new moves. So think about that. Nine of swords, nine of, sorry, nine of cups, nine of swords. We've got these two coming up here. head and heart right but it's what we do with that how we show up from that place how we now choose to engage with others with situations and what we choose to engage with yeah two of swords you know the fact when these two come up there's decisions to make two of swords what is the decision what is being the stalemate what is it that and here's another thing i will say with the queen of swords coming out and the two of swords is it actually an either or situation is it you know because you know we can do that within ourselves it's you know wish or fear or you know um goal or defeat or something right opposites and the and have we been stuck in this kind of stalemate because we haven't you know we've been trying to pick one or the other you know reward or punishment exactly so this is the seven of swords now so it think about what that says 
when we're coming from the place of either or, like nine of cups or nine of swords, what if it's like to go for our wishes, to to act from a place of our deepest desires is to face fears. Like that, that is the way to do it. Then what is there to avoid? So that is a consideration. And because it's the five of wands that coming up as the base card, that is a card of action. You know, looking at this reading, there are only two major arcanas, even now with the clarifiers that are coming up temperance and the chariot and one is the underlying energy and the other is the advice so the fact that there are so many minor arcanas they are all to do with how we show up how we engage in our day-to-day -day. and if the five of wands is a challenge for the sake of the challenge we pull out some new moves then really is there a decision to make this is kind of the devil energy right or all the lovers that that kind of energy comes up which is, is there a real decision to make? Yes, there may be a literal decision to make, as in, you know, um, I want to hand in my notice or I'm going to stop doing client readings, like, you know, whatever. But I think a lot of those decisions have already been made and it's just about actioning them. So if you find yourself having an internal conversation about, oh God, do I do this? Do I not do this? Is this time to do this? And you're looking at it, you know, the seven of swords is what is worth the risk? What is worth coming out of the shadows? And I think that's where that free from judgment, free to love comes from. Because we might have answered this in the past, you know, what is worth the risk? What is worth coming out of the shadows from the point of view? What do I get back for this? Yeah, I will risk, I don't know, um, applying for, I will risk rejection if I might get a really good job or a really great person to be in a relationship with, right? But again, that's on the reward. The five of ones is not about that. It's we risk it based on what we get to do. You know, I get to challenge myself in doing this. That's that's the what we risk. It's not so much about what we get back. It's what we are able to do. Get one more for that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be action. <laughs> Love it. Can't make this shit up. So... This is the two of wands that comes up here. So five of wands, right? Get involved. It, it is conflict, but it raises everyone's game. Have you ever heard um, any, and I, I love, I love actors and, you know, hearing this, their creative process. And whenever they work with someone, like a, a really great actor, and they're just like, oh my God, that person, that person being on set just raised everyone's game. Be that person. Be that person that when you challenge yourself and you show up from a place of challenging yourself, that everyone's game, and you know it, and be around people that do that as well, that your game goes up because they, they are challenging themselves. I can tell you this from um, the people who have said it to me in the past, is they have felt judged. They have felt judged by me, and, you know, that's a lifelong challenge that I've had, um of not dimming myself and not dimming my light because I didn't want people to feel like I was judging them or didn't want them to feel stupid or that I was trying to make them look bad, which I never, never do that. You know, other people's defeat is not, doesn't make me feel good. It's got nothing to do with me. Then I judge them. And, you know, I've, no matter what anyone does, even if they fail, 
I will, and I've done this for years, I will see that, oh my God, at least they tried. That was so brave to try. And I remember saying this to, actually to my sister back in 2006. She'd gone off, um, she'd met someone, she'd moved to Australia for a year. She came back after a year, relationship didn't work. She was in a bit of a downer then because she'd come back and she really loved, she really loved Australia and she came back. And I said to her, you know what? You just did something that most people will never do. They will talk about it, they will dream about it, but they won't do it. You did it. Yes, it didn't turn out the way you that you know you wanted it to. That's the Queen of Swords. But you did it. You tried it. So I think with that five of wands, you know, that that's the that's the very much saying that that when you show up, when you up your game. Everyone is invited to up their game around you. Now, South Node is in Libra. So, and I've ex sadly experienced this myself in my own life um, over the past month. Not everyone's going to be happy for you. Not everyone is going to want to be around you when you're in that state, right? It may be perceived as you being cruel, as you being arrogant, as you being aggressive, as you being ridiculous, as you being uh, acting from a trauma response, like whatever it is. And they are right for their story. We see reality as we need to see it for us to do what, to show up the way we need to show up. It doesn't make them right or wrong. And we can get lost in that dynamic of, you know, I don't want to be seen that way, Nine of Swords. Uh, I want to avoid whatever it is. I want to avoid feeling something. But the emphasis here is beyond that mental, logical stuff. Because the Two of Swords, what, what is that, right? It's what what is the truth? What do I pick? It's conflict, inner conflict, outer conflict. And the Seven of Swords person, you know, when they run off in this deck, is it as well? I'm trying to see where's the seventh sword. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, well, usually he runs off with five swords and leaves behind two. Why? Because he's avoiding conflict. But free from judgment, free to love. And so it's less about logically coming to a conclusion about that. It's about picking a different direction, going in a different direction doing things in a different way, taking things in a, you know, it's a crossroads. You are at a crossroads and you make a choice and you could do anything. You know, the, the, the fool says that you could do anything. Knight of Wands, you could go explore anywhere. But the Two of Wands says, but we must pick one that isn't the way how we've always done it, that challenges us. Now, that whatever that is for you, whatever like this is one place where nobody can tell you how that works i can share i can show you what i'm doing what i see which is for me the suck list works it may not work for you but that is on you so find yours and if you want to we would love it share it in the comments what is it that you are approaching in a different way that you see in a different way your interact your relationship has changed with that dynamic because you trust yourself to have grown. This is a part of your growth. And talking about growth, we have the page of cups here. So remember what the free from judgment, free to love was saying about the inner child, right? But the page of cups is how we take those core feelings that we have, how we listen to our heart. It is really important, guys, and it's been coming up for weeks now. This is not something like new. This is how do you know what motivates you what is your intention 
and it has to come from you it has to come from this is who i am this is what i choose let's see what this page of cups is saying yeah ace of cups and four of wands beautiful okay so you know i've done these for weeks and they've been amazing these weeklies but this week really feels um like go time i'm not even gonna just and i know it's that new moon in capricorn i get that but whatever it is you've been planning thinking about want to do even if you just know it in theory not in practice even if you don't have the, the logistics down um this is the week to act but you, you kind of take all of that internal stuff that you've done for weeks, right? It slowed down at the end of 2023 with that Mercury retrograde. Everything's slowly been coming online since this new year started. And I know, you know, I say all the time, a lot of people have said this, the new year doesn't really mean anything from an astrological point of view, but this year it does. Because it's it's kind of aligned with um, Venus entering Sag, Jupiter going direct, Mercury going direct, Mars entering Capricorn, like it's go time. Let's move forward let's let's act on this stuff there's a reason that temperance and the knight of wands comes up they're sag energies jupiter rules sag venus is there but what is it what you do how you check in with yourself page of cups it's a new relationship with your feelings that and i'll use my example that's why i keep talking about the suck list because that's my example that i can use but you've got your own example share that that once upon a time you know i might have if something sucked right you know like what's an example so i don't very the example that i've been using i don't really enjoy cardio um i especially don't like you know running or walking um I, I got good at it and then i started to enjoy it i used to feel like i was flying on the treadmill but i haven't done it for ages and so when something sucks right if, it, if to use that phrase a very technical eloquent phrase that i'm using there but when it sucks i wouldn't do it because it's like why would i do that to myself that's not self-love to do something that sucks but i have a new relationship with that and and it's like to do something that sucks now it it, it is an act of self-love that's been flipped but not just you know nine of swords isn't it's not just done from fear it's with both of these when you know what you wish for and you know that to, to for nine of cups and the nine of swords to work together it would be something like that i don't know what your example would be like i would would love for you guys to share that with me to tell me you know what is it how does that work for you what is your thing that maybe once upon a time you did not see it as very self-loving but now you know that it is now you know and you know mars is in capricorn so I'm, I, it's not going to be one of those oh I, I used to really not like bubble baths and now i do like you know yes you know that sometimes it can be that i doubt it is that for um capricorn i'm not going to rule it out entirely though whenever people have their saturn returns or second Saturn return or whatever Saturn um, transits, things get tougher, right? And you know they're like Saturn makes you work, and Saturn is the taskmaster and stuff. I got slam dunked into a bed because I was a workaholic. 
before my Saturn return. So I get it. You know, sometimes it, it is that way. But this is not so much what is done to you. It's how you do things. Why you choose to do them. What you celebrate about your path, not what you fear about the future. What you know about your own story and what you do with that. Not, you know, what's coming up ahead. Am I going to, you know, will it be the right decision? Will I avoid X, Y and Z? No, I'm going to sharpen this way. This is a card of self-love, the Ace of Cups. This is a card of emotional growth and spiritual growth. It's about putting your money where your mouth is. I'm surprised the Nine of Wands hasn't come up because the real Nine of Wands feel, which is if you have done the work, years of work, you know, you hear that often, I've done the work and it's whatever, then it's about trusting that. If you know how to love yourself, then it's about trusting that, that you will find the path that is the most loving as you go forward. You won't make the mistakes that you did in the past. You won't, you know, um, not be self-loving as, as you may have done in the past. Then you trust that. But if you need to keep doing it the way that you have been doing it, then that means, is that method even working? So either way, it's about change now. Bit one more. Wow, all right, so we have the King of Wands that's come up. Exactly this. Um, Leo and Aquarius coming up. The King of Wands, what has he mastered? He has mastered how he acts. He's got energy, he is infused. He takes his inspiration. He acts from his heart, it's Leo energy. I really, 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 I cannot stress enough how much I love the King of Wands coming up here with that Page of Cups. Because that is that core feeling that we have. But the King of Wands is going to act on it. And remember, the Kings are socially responsible. They're coming up a lot, the Kings. They're socially responsible. They act with other people, for other people. You know, they what when they do something, it's not just for themselves. And that's not to say the queens do it just for themselves, but they internalise the experience first before they act, right? So this has happened outside of me. The Queen of Wands sees this is what it means for me. I know what I want. I know what I need to do. Queen of Wands. King of Wands, he's the one that's going to, he's entrepreneurial. He's going to have that startup that's going to create like, you know, 50, 100 new jobs. But it's his own drive. He leads by his example. He shows what, you know, what needs to be done out in the world. Let's have a look. Then we've got the King of Swords coming up here. Now, I want to say this, right? Knight of Wands, King of Wands. You've got all of these other cards coming up. Queen of Swords coming up there. Five of Wands, the challenge. You may not fully know that, you know, that, okay, I've done this. I'm going in the right direction. I, I feel like I know. That's what this the King of Swords is saying. I feel like I know. Because I don't think you feel like you know. This is acting on a feeling which there will be doubts. There will be fears. There will be I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. But I'm going to give it a shot, right? For all the reasons that we've said. I'll make this shit up. Now we've got the Ace of Wands. And it's it's almost like we keep feeding that then. We, we keep feeding the fire. We act on our feeling and then we become even more inspired to do something else. Wands are the energy that we put out in the world. 
So you begin somewhere this week, wherever it is that you begin. And hey, take the step. You know, remember what the Aspen was saying? You talked about a donation. Well, you can make a donation to me if you really want to literally follow this, but you don't even need to. What you can do with this is share of yourself, share of, right, this has been the challenge, or this is what I'm changing my relationship with, or this is how something has flipped on its head. It's your fears and your hopes and wishes working together. It's the greatest, you know, your greatest heart's desire meeting, you know, action that you take from that, what you're willing to do from that place. I knew it. I had a feeling the hang, as soon as I said flipped on its head, I thought, oh God, is the hangman coming out? Yes, indeed, the hangman is coming out. So, um, exactly this. You will find new ways to do things. Like, think about that. At the moment you're taking that step forward, you're, you're acting on something, you're doing something, you know, but to say that you, you see it all and you know every part of this and whatever, that, that's a lie, right? And the King of Swords, I mean, this as coming up in the future, this could be saying to you, hey, if you act on this now, you know, trust that you've got this full cup, the, the mother's arms, the hug, right? That your emotional intelligence allows you to be able to do this to navigate this that you can handle whatever feelings come up you don't have to avoid anything but the seven of swords you can handle it discomfort anger jealousy rage whatever comes up within you it's not that you don't feel it it's that you know how to feel it remember a lot of the issues that we have in the world right and in our own lives as well they come from us trying to avoid conflict or they'd come from us trying to avoid feelings. And I believe that the problem isn't that we need to avoid those things, is that we need to get better at conflict. We need to get better at being able to feel our feelings. To do more in the world, it's not, I need to get better at feeling good. It's like, I need to get better at feeling bad. You know, when I am criticized or when something does go wrong or whatever, I, I have to be able to hold myself in those moments. Feeling good is easy. Like most people can do feeling good, right? You know, it that is that is easy. But if we're going to challenge ourselves and build on the foundation, the foundation is the emotional intelligence that we've all developed. If you've been doing this for a long time, then you have all this. You know all of this. So here, decisions may change, what you know may change, how you choose to act may change, what you're inspired by may change, your passion project may change. But otherwise, as you move through this, um, you're doing it for the sense of how you show up, like to do things in a different way, to have a different relationship with things. Let's have a look. Two more came out. I had a feeling this magician was going to come out too because there's too many aces for him not to um that's mercury wow so we've got this great gemini mercury energy coming up now there's the magician there's the lovers and it's pretty profound actually that that shows up remember remember and that's what the king of swords tells us when we've got this queen of swords and the two of swords we've got this feeling i need to i need to choose something i need to make a decision i need to go you know that kind of feeling comes up for us but with these two coming up with this, it's almost as if we get to a point by acting on how we feel, by trusting our ability to manage our emotions, 
when we go forward, we realize there never was a decision. Not really. That's what the lovers is. The lovers is an illusion of a choice. Why is it an illusion? Because we know what we love. The heart knows what it what it feels, what it loves, and the and with the magician, then that's when magic happens. The magician is the channel. The magician is a code of communication as well. This is speaking from love, acting from love, and not the. I mean, I, I'm really excited for cancer season next year. I'm just going to say because that is that is part of our issue collectively, right? And we all all have issues. Every country has issues. Every person has issues. We all do. That's part of the fun of going through life. Um, I did just say that part of the fun of going through life of that we're working through this. This is that wit. This is that you know talking about aspen and wit and laughter. But with with this um, with this magician coming up, it's how we take all of that, how we create from that space. So. I do love it. This is confidence, the confidence to use what we know and the tools that we have. But think about it. We're using them in a different way. There's a weird kind of thing going on here because temperance is we embody it. Right. So sorry, what I was saying about cancer, I totally space for a moment thinking about the magician. The cancer stuff is because we treat love as transactional. We treat love as, you know, oh, we treat love like a donation. Like if we think you're a worthy cause, we'll give you, we'll donate our love to you. We do it to ourselves. That's what self-love has always been, right? Of when I'm good, I'm worthy of love. When I'm bad, then I need to be punished. Like we do it to ourselves. Forget what the world does. We do it to ourselves. That's not the unconditional love of a mother. And so I love this magician and love is coming up here because it's creating from true love which then becomes an inspiration. Remember I said that in the um, spiritual emptiness, spiritual emptiness syndrome talk, where the page of cups, instead of your inner child being something that you need to protect, seven of swords, right? And my child needs to be protected from that bad feeling, from, you know, being laughed at, from being insecure, like, you know, all of this stuff, it needs to be protected. Now it's like you're inspired by that. It's, it's a, a source of inspiration for you. That's where the king of wands comes up to act from it. And the more you do it, the more you're able to create from that space. Like, this is just the beginning. This feels like a, a profound beginning. This, this is like go time this week. That's what it feels like. It's go time. But in a sense, it's just the beginning. Uh, here, this is where we get going. I mean, chariot, right? This is moving forward. This is action. This is let's go. But we t we are taking both the nine of cups and the nine of swords with us. So if you've been in this kind of place of trying to remove all the nine of swords, let me get it to a place where I'm not worried about the future. Let me get it so that I don't have to deal with this. And it's like, well, maybe I, that's just part of the course now. That's part of it. That's coming with. Saturn, we have the world coming up. It's the end of it. I mean... You know, we say it every time the world comes up, it's the end of a cycle. But I don't know about you guys, but I can absolutely feel it. It is the end of a cycle. Um, so this magician is even more profound. So we've got the Ace of Cups, we have the Ace of Wands, and we have the Ace of Pentacles. We do not have the Ace of Swords. 
Why? Because I think the Ace of Swords has already happened. And I think it's something that will happen. I think it's already happened. We have the Queen of Swords there. In your mind, at least, you have made a decision. Like, to make a change. This year, I'm going to have a new job. I want to look different. I want to move different. Like, whatever it is. You may not know the details of it, but that decision has been made. Now we act on it. Now, think about this, right? So the Nine of Cups in the past was with the Fool. As in, okay, I need to take a leap of faith. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but, you know, I want to feel things differently. But here with the Nine of Cups, we are committing to that Ace of Pentacles. What is a commitment? It's something that you give time, effort and energy to consistently. They're the seeds that you grow and nurture in your life consistently. So with the Nine of Cups, that means your path may be changing. That means how you treat your fears and your like your head and your heart changes. That if you can just do that, that biggest change of you know how you move through life, what you commit to, um, how you wish. Let's just even go that basic, right? How you wish for something. If you wish for it and think, ah, oh, you know, I wish for this, so I'm going to join the gym, um, start learning how to paint, spend 30 minutes every evening writing in my journal, like whatever it is, consistently, Ace of Pentacles. But we see it as a seed that we are nurturing that is growing. I mean, this, this and this, they're all present-based. These two are past, right? So let's just go through the future once again, because this is where we're headed. And it's really important to know kind of where we're headed. We're headed to a place where we... I mean, it's going to be Aquarius season as a timing card, right? Where we know, where, where we know our own truth, where we know what we know and we're willing to share that. And we see that whatever we know, whatever we see, the way I'm doing it, that that is the gift because nobody else knows it or sees it the way that you do. And then we see inspiration in a different way. And one of the ones that I keep saying is necessity is the mother of invention, right? Yes, I've been saying that for years. But that is another way. We can see need as suffering. If we need something and we we see it as, you know, woe is me, I haven't got this, I need this and I haven't got it. Or it can inspire us. As in we know, right, everything else takes the back burner. Everything becomes very simple then, right? This is my need. My most pressing need is I need food or I need to get in shape, my health, whatever. That that we that becomes the main goal how and this is the kind of sacrifice let's not forget that right sacrifice to make sacred this is a change of priorities this is a and there is a simplification that comes in here it's neptune and in that sense then you know this kind of how we belabor the thing of um when we have to make a decision it's like you know the end of the world and it's so hard and we don't know what to do and how to make the decision that feels like at least for this time period this cycle a thing of the past because with the lovers there it's that act of knowing what you love and there's been a few people that i've spoken to around this as well and you know when it comes to um moving home i think for one person it was another for career job stuff and that's what it comes up as. It's it's falling in love. That's what it feels like. Now, when you fall in love with someone, if you if any of you've uh, had the the 
the joy and the madness of falling in love with someone you don't choose to fall in love with someone you can't like make yourself fall in love it's just one day you're in love that's why some people find it so frightening because it's that loss of control but it's not a decision and so ask yourself that if you're kind of stuck on this thing of i can't decide what to do that is you are mentally logically trying to do something whereas here it's showing but that comes last the king of swords comes last first you act first you look at what inspires you first you look at what your heart is saying to you what is in your cup what does that part of you that you've always tried to protect how does that inspire you how does it get to tie its own shoelaces now or you know go out by itself like what is that thing what is inspired from within you i really wish i could give more around this but it's so personal this week like you only and only you know what that is because only you know how you feel about it you know one person's challenge is another person's you know something that they could do in their sleep but it doesn't they don't find it challenging I know I've had this conversation with people in my life where we talked about our nodes and you know our north node presents its own kind of um, unique challenge for all of us and yet you'll find other people they find it easy they find it easy to do that but that's why it's your challenge I do love this reading I really do do I want to I do feel like doing a postcard from spirit I hope you guys are going to let us know in the comments what comes up for you around this. What have you, I mean, what are you free, which judgment are you free from? And think about that, not as a judgment, but your how you make those judgments about yourself, about what you do, about what is good for you, what is bad for you. Like how do you make those? And to do it in a more loving way, I guess, with this, um, all of this dynamic here, let's see. All right, let's see what this says. Dearest you, you have a unique purpose and destiny that only you can fulfill. But first you need to know that destiny isn't a destination. You don't arrive at some place where poof, you're perfect and happy all the time. It's about establishing and firming up a commitment to a certain experience. I mean, that's what this King of Wands is telling us. Whatever form that takes, your soul knows what you need to experience. Your destiny is to be present to all of life's adventures, to discover your talents and full potential through allowing inspiration to lead you and to risk standing apart from the crowd to listen to your soul. You are special as much as you are also paradoxically one with the world, individual yet part of a great whole. Both truths have led you to this moment where we are saying you are on the right track, you are on the right track. Even if your ego self doesn't see that, listen to your soul. Check in with spirit. Keep going. Spirit loves you. Life loves you. We love you. So the whole dynamic around how you do all of this, that's what's changed. But I mean, it's very ace of cups, ace of wands, ace of pentacles. These are beginnings. Yes, you may have decided something in your mind. Or, you know, for some of you, the ace of swords may not yet come yet which is the announcement, which is, you know, the specifics of how you do it, the logic, rational part. We all need that. 
the only thing that might be being offered up from your mind at the moment is the nine of swords which are fears and doubts and this could happen and the worst case scenario could happen um go and check on the discord server it's in general if you move up and you'll see where i talked about this the the fear and it's a process i've shared before where i've had a message will come through and it will be the biggest fear ever and i don't talk myself out of it i don't say oh no that's never going to happen and this time the fear was you, that and it wasn't even like usually it comes as a you statement right so once before it's happened as in that you're never going to be more than you are you're never going to earn more than you earn you're never going to do whatever now when someone hears that which is not the way that i hear it if someone else hears that they they say why do you believe that no I take it as truth in the moment because that is the challenge, right? And so if you have a fear that comes up like that, take it as truth. So what? You're not going to hear from me. You know, it's like, you don't need to be afraid. You don't know. Fear is a part of the mix here. Take it as truth. So the one that I had this time, that was like years ago, I did that. And you saw them. You've seen the moves that I've made based on that. Because it helps to clarify my motivations. Think about that. If I had taken that as truth, and I did in the moment, this is about two years ago that happened, where the, the message was that I will never be more, do more, earn more, achieve more than I'm doing right now. It was a great purifier. It was a great simplifier. Because if, it, if that had mattered to me, that stuff, then I'm, I've always been doing this for the wrong reason. Now, if it didn't matter to me, and, you know, on some level it does, I think, you know, none of us are out here, we have to live as well, right? But for me, it was this, what am I grateful for? So it was a great clarifier between my fears and my wishes of that. Well, the one that I had recently, and I won't go into it here because I was going to do a whole talk on this, was the message. It wasn't even a you message, it was an I message. And it was a voice, it was my voice that said very clearly to me is that I'm going to die alone. That sounds very severe, right? And it was. And I went through a whole process of that. And this is why I say, when you have a fear like that, do not try to push it away. Engage with it in a different way. If you're engaging with your wishes and hopes in a different way, you engage with your fears in a different way. And so I, I, I went through that process. You know, I had a conversation with that part of me that said, I'm going to die alone. And it's like, okay, well, that has never bothered you in your the whole of your life. It's never bothered me. If someone had said to me the day before, you're going to die alone, I would have said, well, we all die alone. End of story, right? Um, never. I'm going to be 48 in two weeks. And never in 48 years has that ever bothered me, that notion of being alone, dying alone, or doing whatever. And it, it did. There's, and I knew why. There's a few different things happening in my life at the moment that spoke to that. But I took it as truth. Now, somebody did ask me, they said, oh, but why do you believe that or something? And that is to focus on the wrong part of it. Right. It, it's not I don't believe that, you know, and, but even if I if I did, that's the that's the challenge. It's to clarify your motivations. I will do a talk on that, I promise, just how to deal with. And that's an example that I have for you, how to deal with a fear, a, a deep fear, because they're not rational. And so to treat it rationally as in, oh, but, you know, you couldn't, you could go do something now. And why are you afraid of dying alone? Like, you know, that's not the point of those fears. Those fears help you to get to a place of what's in my cup. Am I being, like, being motivated by just your wishes or being motivated by just your fears? 
they're not either of those is not going to help you chariot says we take both of them in fact you know what i'll try to record that right now after this because i know i'm not going to get it done in the week because I've, i'm fully booked this week with clients from morning to night um but i just want to say i love you guys you know let me know how you get on with all of this this week if you guys got anything out of this video or any of the content that i do please like share subscribe i don't i, I don't know what they are on um odyssey and rumble if it's like share if you're listening as a podcast do whatever the podcast um platform allows you to do but it really helps guys and that's like an easy way that you can help me um because i am i am going to expand like you know whatever that was that was two two years ago's lesson i'm in a different place now myself so i've got a different relationship with everything going on as well i'll share more of that as i move forward um thank you to everyone that's made a donation you guys help to keep the lights on it may not look like it with all the black but yeah you help to keep the lights on i appreciate you so very much thank you so much i love you guys very much i'll see you next time but that's all for now goodbye